0: artist of the month Mr. Brent Lowry from Pemberville Ohio a lot of you may remember him from Brent Lowry and the drifters back in the day he's been playing out live for 10-15 years and uh, what a popular resume I shouldn't say popular of just a huge resume he's got on his uh, shoulders that he carries he's uh, played for over 15 years out um, last five or six years he's done basically by himself um, going by the Brent Lowry himself uh, all over Ohio Indiana, California. I mean, dude's even been to the Caribbeans, Nashville, Florida, Oregon. He's uh, just been all over, man. Been on the Jeff Lamb show. Oregon, Ohio? or No, the no. state of Oregon. And he has played Oregon, <laughs> Ohio, actually, because there used to be a bar over there, a country bar he used to play. So He was even, on, uh, he was even showcased on the Nashville Entertainment Weekly TV show. Uh, he's opened for a lot of uh, great acts, and included uh, Thompson Square recently. And uh, that's who our Artist of the Month is, man. You can check him out on Spotify. He's got a Facebook page as well. iTunes. I think that's where we got some of his music from, wasn't it, Tony? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the Apple music.
0: Yeah. So welcome to the JPH Podcast. This is episode 13. We got Mr. Tony Taylor from Rock House Studios. Hello. In the house. Hello. Owner and producer. <laughs> we got uh, Mr. Matt Allum. Hello, hello. And we have from Base Gear Magazine, Mr. Tom Ballas. Howdy. Uh, yeah, Mr. Mike Sesley is the director of music and arts and technology from uh, Terra State Community College. No, uh, here in Fremont, <laughs> Ohio. So yeah, so these two guys are going to be here. We'll, we'll we'll talk a little bit later what yeah. they're here for. It's a really big announcement. First, we've so, had two guests in the studio. This is a first. This yeah. is a very first, man. Like,
1: yeah. I was nervous. Like, how am I going to fit everybody in here? <laughs> well, I was nervous
0: on our tangents because the three of us
2: are bad enough.
1: Yeah. As but, we found out in the last episode. <laughs> but when we had two more people, it can get even worse. Well, it's right. okay
2: because Mike and I are a rhythm section, so we work together. All right. Good point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to go off on a
1: tangent together? Is that
2: what you're saying? Exactly. I love it. Great. That's, that's all right. I love
0: that. It's good stuff,
2: man. <laughs> I'll set him up, and I'll give it a big ending. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. For those who
1: don't know, Mike Cecily is known as Big Ending Mike. Yes, he is, man. <laughs> Loved it. Nice. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
3: Hopefully not today.
4: (laughs)
0: Mike
5: said one too many mountain dews. Mike (laughs) looks almost too comfortable sitting in Jamie's chair. He almost looks
0: too
3: comfortable that he's uncomfortable.
0: I must say that you know, I I, I gave up my chair to Mike
2: and I kinda like this chair.
3: Okay, I good. do. I really like so. this one
2: too. <laughs> <laughs> you seem very energized, Jamie. As Mike is it's, it's, not so much. So. I, I like it's,
0: it's, it's the balance. Yeah,
2: it's the yeah. high and the low. Man, it's good.
1: <laughs> so I'm not moving the chairs later. Uh, I did, I
0: didn't say I wanted it permanently. I just said I thought that you have a nice chair here. Okay. Unlike the other chairs you gave the guests throughout yeah. the first.
1: Chair. Well, we didn't have these. Finally, we have
0: some nice chairs for our guests. All he had to do is ask, and I would have bought chairs. Right. Oh, really? No. 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 No.
1: I found chairs. Like, oh, hey, Jesus Christ. We got chairs. It was like four for a hundred bucks. Like, let's go. But he's like, I'm not driving to Columbus. It's like, I'll drive. It was like but, Columbus. But you're buying.
0: This is this is also kind of cool because we had your um, lead singer of Stranger Than Fiction on er, last year. Yeah. And now we have two more members. Right.
1: So all we need to do is get the book in here, and we got the whole band through. You know, I said something <laughs> to him last night. I go, Hey, it's like. You're going to be the only one not on the podcast. He's like, that's fine. Oh, we'll, we'll, a, we'll
0: bring him in as a, just as a special. We'll make him play Final
1: Countdown.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, you God. guys would not
1: stop for that. Us guys? Was, no, him and Bubba.
2: Okay. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. That, that was funny.
0: I, I like the song. Da, da, da,
1: da, 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 da. Okay. Anyways. With the
0: robot noise, it sounded like almost like a synthesizer. That wow. was pretty
2: good. Okay. All right. That was dumb. Yeah, it was okay. Matt Book is the heart and soul of Stranger Than Fiction, so that would be a good call. I to tell you true. what, man, it makes a huge difference with the keyboards. I'm serious. Like it
0: was like me and Aaron were talking. Like it's so awesome when you have a band that can do different things that can add so
2: much more. Jeez, man, he's super awesome. talented. He can play anything too. Yeah, yeah. 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 bass, bass guitar, vocals, yeah. keys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, does it all. Pretty
1: talented guy. Yeah. so, oh. so hell yeah, man. So yeah, it was good. To see you guys there last night. Oh,
0: it was a good time, so, man. You guys did a good show, man. Loved it. Packed house too, man. Plaza. Yes. Holy crap! Thank you. That was fun. Yeah, it was good. It time. was.
1: Yeah, I was. Good times.
0: Uh, pretty pretty fun tonight for me. I mean, I got to settle my lawsuit with your sister. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? oh, <yeah. laughs> Brent says, I'm going to buy you a beer, and we're going to sell this today, um, so you can't sue me. goes <laughs> the more I'm thinking about the video, it incriminates me. I'm like, yes, it does. Yeah, a, little, does. Bit, a little bit. I saved it just in case something ever comes back. So we
2: settled out of a beer, so. Then okay. I had to was him. it in writing, though? But then I had to buy him once. So but there's really offer and acceptance. You know, The beer was offered. He accepted oh. it. Mm-hmm. And we got
5: a lawyer here there telling us this. So well, yeah. you can't. You're, you're screwed to complete now. Complete a contract. <laughs> and you're and you, Andy just witnessed you
0: saying it. So. Consideration was exchanged. <laughs> yep. This <is> messed up. Good <laughs> thing we have the power of edit.
1: Oh no, 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 no! (laughs) Thank you, Tom.
2: Happy to be of service.
1: (laughs) But yeah, then I
2: then I sent him the bill.
0: Then he yelled at me, said buy him a beer back. So I bought him one back. So I don't know if that really makes us
2: even. (laughs) Potential (laughs) rescission right? (laughs) All
5: right. So what do we got here? We got some. We got some beers. We got. Most of us have some beers. Mike, you don't drink, so we're going to excuse you from this. This yep. session, but you're welcome to sit here and listen to what us fools are drinking. Oh,
0: we're gonna start with Mister ballis because he's already got yeah, bottle in start hand. Start with the guest, and I must go say that I've been waiting for this because Tom actually was the first person I knew that drank different beers when, when he was playing in Gingly Joe days, and he was like, "You should put that beer down, and get one of these." And it was like a Guinness. I'm like, "Wow, that looks really dark," <laughs> and uh, I so I'm really excited as you and Tony both have been big.
4: Uh,
5: why why is it in. why is it that when you do tom's voice it sounds just like darren's voice when you do darren's voice, i didn't do tom's voice today. You, you, you should try one of these oh wow
0: <laughs> i heard it i heard it yeah that's messed up all right i was just is you know?
5: it just all bass players sound alike to you or what no okay well we're, i was, we're I was both... telling
1: tom this yesterday i was like you go both have long hair you both have deep voices and you play bass
2: <laughs> and we play thunderbirds too so yeah true story <laughs> that's right well, well right. first of all, am I supposed to look at you or look at the camera? You, there is no <laughs> camera. Sure, there's no camera. Yeah. <laughs> I wish there was. I wish there was, too. This is like the Beatles, right? You've got the hidden camera. Right, right.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a new light. <laughs>
2: oh, so, yes. no, you're good, brother. Like this thing right here, that that can't be, like, just for it. <laughs> that's that's,
3: that's got to be a hidden camera, It's right? not that's just that's a, not a oh, unicorn. That's a gift from my wife.
0: Oh, Mike's touching it. That's, that's a gift from my wife. You told me not I'm always allowed to touch that.
3: Your wife again?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why it got a USB port then? <laughs> oh, that's, it's a, that's the USB.
0: That's to charge of the battery inside it. Oh, Whole another story. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> all
2: right, all, all right,
0: right What's what drinking? It looks like what? you got a whiskey or something. Well, I, I do. Know, you know, I
2: mean, I'm glad to help you along your path towards alcoholism yeah. and sort of <laughs> diversified alcoholism uh, my liver um, thanks you I, I generally do like uh, my craft beers but uh i'm also if someone says bring a drink you know i, I think mm-hmm. outside the box sometimes i'm bringing something nick offerman would be p- proud of a log 16 Ooh. single malt scotch wow uh, it's islay scotch on the peaty side nice oof that's a, quite tasty it's not a cheap bottle either <laughs> it's good though. Yes, yes, yes. yes it's yes.
5: whiskey. It can't be good. I've proven that time it's, and time again. I don't think you have good taste. It's so. whiskey
2: spelled without an e. So in that case, oh, it would be whiskey. Okay. But effect, <laughs> don't call it a whiskey unless you take that e out. <laughs> I, I did take the e out because it's scotch.
0: Appreciate that. <laughs> nice. All right, I got. I can't hear you at all. I have. There you go. You have a camera. Well, the naked women on your phone. Because he's old and he
5: can't read. With listen. Is that the Work hard, am? play
3: hard, drink shard. What? 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 What the hell's going on? I've never been big on labels, but this one—that's Martha Stewart—is the exception. That's gotta be. Yeah,
1: a, that's uh,
3: Martha Stewart.
1: That's, Martha Shard. Jesus Christ! That was my drink.
2: That's her. That's her. her is her prison drink? Tony's getting <laughs> in touch with his inner Martha Stewart. <laughs> is is,
0: is it, that a is
5: ninety-one or ninety-nine crime? Oh yeah, Have a stoop dog. Ninety-nine crimes. Yeah, now I got ninety-nine crim, crimes and a. Wine ain't one, oh, I
1: guess. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But now it is. You sure you didn't need picked up this show? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. What the hell was that? You know, that one, he was like drunk at the end. I think he already's drunk by the time he got here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so oh, so what kind of wine is that, Tony? It's Chardonnay. Know Chardonnay. Oh, okay. The shard. Man. The Martha's shard. Oh,
0: you opened that quick.
1: <laughs> I already had it done. Oh, that's no fun. You know, like I didn't... I want to save the agony. So yes. Tina opened it for you. Earlier. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you look like a real man because your wife opened it for you. I was opening it myself. No, no
5: you
1: didn't. No,
0: I opened it for you. <laughs> Which one? Both of them. Really? Yeah. I thought I used that tool to do it. That- no, you, no, yeah, no, you tried one. to use the tool. Yeah, it didn't tried. work out. It was pretty dumb. I didn't like the tool. <laughs> All right, Jamie, what are you drinking, you oh, fool? Oh, shit. <laughs> You're not
5: even ready. I-
0: all right. Harpoons is one of my favorite breweries, and um, they teamed up with Dunkin' Donuts, and they have a variety pack, and the one that I brought is a blueberry. Shit. I don't know how to say that word. <laughs> What's that say? Oh, God. Ergonomic. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see
4: it.
0: Matcha? I don't know.
1: I don't, know. Oh, I don't sounds, feel
5: stupid. Matcha
1: sounds like. Is it okay. matcha?
0: Blueberry Matcha IPA.
1: Uh, wow.
0: So That's I love IPAs. I love blueberries. I love blueberry beer. I, mean, I do. I mean Harpoon's got a really good blueberry.
2: What's the Are you scared?
1: That sounds gross. Just try that's to put those it's...
2: three words together in a yeah. context. It's like, wow. Uh. <laughs> and how is it? Oh, it's good.
0: That's really good. All right. It's really good. It's great.
5: Well, I talked about this one last week and I brought it today because Hillary Frater thought she was so damn smart in correcting me. I story. have here a rogue R O A K. <laughs> Hillary <laughs> Frater. <laughs> Not rogue. Nope. Roke. <laughs> and it's it's the same one you were having last week. Different company. Same oh yeah, we're yeah, yeah. talking it's about It's the that. Uh, chocolate lava cake devil dog oatmeal stout. Nice. That's and, a lot in a beer. Yeah. Yeah,
0: is there any beer in it? Oh, there's lots of beer in that.
5: That's all it is—is is beer. That's it's kind of like your blueberries and whoa. That's <laughs> an IPA <laughs> with blueberries. But in the, it, man. calm down. I Actually, I brought I, I brought a, bought a variety pack, so I've got the French toast, which you like, Tony, and then yeah. the uh, yeah, oatmeal toast. style as well. Nice. And I know Mike said he downed a Mountain Dew before we got here, so he Mike, you want to tell us about your Mountain Dew that
0: you had? <laughs> it was cold and refreshing.
3: Well, let me just say, it's not that I don't want to drink. No, no, I'm just, I'm just, I will, I'm helping you I do you so up. many drugs, though. It's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's hey, like Mike, if I my, do
2: drink. My caffeine and sugar don't count. <laughs>
3: No, no, no,
0: no. (laughs) There goes your out, Mike. You're on your own now.
3: What I have here, though, is a glass of air. Oh. Uh (laughs) If I could put something in it, it would probably be some crown. Nice. Oh, Oh. Oh, I see. No, I
2: like crown. Now, is your glass of air half empty or half full?
3: It is half
2: <laughs> Trick question. It's all full. It's full. Each glass is always full. Half liquid, half air. Oh. Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Love it. I don't have any
3: crown. I'm sorry. That's okay. So. I had some, but I didn't bring it. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> uh. Scotch? No. Scotch.
1: The, the, now this is already bad. Mike doesn't drink. But just listening to us in this little bit, he's like, I need a drink right now. (laughs) I (laughs) wish I had to crown. (laughs) He's He's like, like,
2: I thought I could get through this sober, and I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) We
1: can't get
5: through this sober. Uh, So
1: that's our
0: drinks. Yeah, man.
1: Awesome.
0: So, Jesus Christ, uh, we're already there already. We're already already there. To the new bit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Man. We're, gonna, so, we're
5: not sure how this is going to go over, but it, it,
0: it's Jim hall so it has to be good. Right. So we got a new bit for 2022. We're going to C-plus mm-hmm. this crap, I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> so what we got, uh, we have a new bit called Hello, Sydney. And uh, every other podcast episode, what we're going to do is scroll through one of our contacts.
5: Is it going to be every I don't know if it's be every other. Every other? That seems like a commitment. I wouldn't go with every other.
1: Um, just whenever we... Yeah, what if we just, have another
5: bit that we want to use? I mean, we don't, but what if we did? Well, we got your bit that's
0: going to be announced
5: next week. Well, are you podcast. doing it every
2: podcast or every other podcast? I, well, doing,
5: I, don't, I wouldn't even commit to every other. Just
0: randomly? Yeah, that's what I would think.
4: You I kind of like
2: that.
0: About... Thirty-five of the hundred and twenty just turned off. Every third viewers, listeners over this rant.
5: Well, the, the, well, then let's end the, it. The, the, let's, yeah, <laughs>
1: <let's go. laughs> it won't be every other. There you Thank go. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> this is like a talk-off the podcast. Are you sure you want to do it every other? I, Maybe. Think, so, I think somebody's an idiot. No, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Wait, you, okay. you
5: trying to get him to steal me?
0: <sighs> no, I think you just gave an him idiot. the head nod toward me. You fucking idiot. That's right, man. <laughs> Another <laughs> new sample, baby.
4: <laughs> 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 oh, my God. All
0: right, oh, so you oh, want to call your dad? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You want to use okay. my phone? <laughs> yeah! Hello. Hello. <laughs>
4: Hello. <50. laughs>
6: Hello?
0: Hello? Tell me Hey, what are you doing? You're in my house, so watching television. Alright. Watching what?
5: Watching uh, something on TV.
0: Alright. Well, hey um so we're doing something cool and new and we're at the podcast so we figured we'd just call you and ask you 10 questions and you can hang up if you don't want to answer the questions or you can answer them
4: say what
0: yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> that's a new thing we're doing we're gonna call people every like every so many episodes so we figured we'd start with you how you
1: doing jim that's tony taylor Thank you Do- doing all right Uh, I am not participating in this.
4: What? It was your idea?
0: (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) You guys are going to set me up. I can already feel it. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. So, yeah. Can can I ask you 10 questions?
0: I got to answer them? No, you can say, no, I'm not answering them. Okay. All right. right. Who's your favorite president of all time? My favorite Bobby Reagan. All right. He's, got, your, a, he's who, got to
5: answer quicker than that. Okay. He's who, taking too long.
0: You just, what? You just stopped, stop, Aleman. Yeah. Come on, Alan. <laughs> or you'll lose a client. <laughs> uh, least favorite president. Obama. Oh, over Biden? Well, they're pretty close. All right. True or false, I always return the stuff I borrow. <laughs> false. <laughs> that one you answered too quick,
1: man. I always I always bring it back eventually. No, you don't, <laughs> Jim. Uh, where's your trailer right now? Hey, yeah. The, <laughs>
4: the
0: trailer. He's. He, uh, I'm just holding it for him.
1: Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> ah, <laughs> dang it! The ah. In your
0: face. Oh, okay. Uh, do you listen to all the pod- Have you listened to all the podcast shows? No. No, oh, damn it. What's your favorite one? <laughs> <laughs> I only seen two, so I don't know. All right.
2: <laughs> what do you say? I'm on one. He's like when he two. saw them, he's seen them. So oh yes, the yeah, so, yeah right. yep, yep.
0: That's Tom Bowis, by the way. He's here too. He's one of our guests tonight. Hello. <laughs> oh, let's see here. I lost my. Oh, what's your favorite thing that Joe Biden has done since been office? <laughs> what's well, the favorite thing he's done since he's been in office? Since Joe's been in office, yep. Joe Biden.
4: Favorite thing. Oh, actually- Nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your well, favorite? I'm
0: What's that? I'm serious. <laughs> Hi, I
6: believe you. I I'm, I'm, I'm serious.
0: Okay. Well, I believe you. I, you know, I don't. I don't know if I got one yet or not. So, who is your uh, favorite character on 90210? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I never. I never watched that show. All right. Um. All right. Um, Chevy or Harley?
6: Oh man, that's two bad choices. (laughs) (laughs) I mean I'd say between a rock and a hard spot there. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say Chevy. I'd say Chevy. Oh my god,
0: I can't believe you said that. You know me and Harley's Jim. Yeah, I I know, I know. I know you and Chevy's too. Yeah, I know. you're, You're a Ford guy. I know. All right, last question. Who's your favorite child?
6: <laughs> oh my goodness. That's a, I can't answer
0: that. <laughs> yes! I'll fifth, I'll I would. She just said you were going to say her. No, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say that to anybody. <laughs> because you're, you're both you're both just as important as that, uh, you know. But
5: Tony's not.
4: Whoa!
6: Yeah, he's in, he slides in there. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Oh, well, Jim, shit, Jim, Jim right. you didn't get as upset as we were hoping you would. We picked you because we thought you'd get upset and
0: well, he did probably good. hang
5: up on us, but oh. you didn't even hang up.
0: Man. I told him he didn't have to answer. So, no, no, I, I wouldn't hang up on you. Yeah, right.
5: How many tools of yours does Jamie still have?
0: Oh my god, I don't. Have uh, I don't. I don't really
5: know. You don't. You don't keep track. <laughs> I got. To, I got a. Hey. I'm retired and single. I got too many of everything, so I don't matter.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> Great answer, man. Nice. No, I loved it, man. I still have your shop back, by the way. But, yeah, anyways. <laughs> you still got my shop back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see. it. I see it yesterday when I was moving the snowblower. And, yeah, it's like, oh, damn. What? I thought I took it back. No, I, was, I still have it. <laughs> All right. I had no big deal.
4: All right oh,
5: that's, that's not the gym i remember from high school man
0: oh, yeah. he was wound tight when we were in high oh
5: he would come out there and chew your ass because you were using his wrench
0: <laughs> well, that, well
5: that's
3: because he left him out in the grass <laughs> i would come home from driving truck and i'd be looking in the grass there'd be shiny stuff in the grass so i had to pick
5: him up there you go. Mm. well they got picked up
0: then oh. Matt Matt yeah. really remembers one time working on the Cavalier. You took one of the wrenches. You said, Are you done with this? I said, Yeah, you
1: took it. <laughs> <laughs> you made sure it got back. <laughs> I got to keep an eye on him down here, too, Jim. I feel your pain. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. I don't know Oh, <laughs> Coming from the biggest thief
0: on the podcast, oh. Tony Taylor.
2: <laughs> oh, good. Yes, cheers, Tony. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh shit! All right, Dan. Well, thanks for participating in the in the first bit, man. I'll talk at you later. All right. Did you get your right. phone figured out?
4: Yes.
6: No, I'm gonna go tomorrow to my Ver- Ver- Verizon and see
0: if
4: I can figure it out. All right,
0: <laughs> all right man. You guys, have, you guys, yeah, you guys have a good night. All right, all right you as well, you, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Yeah. All, right.
5: all right. He did not get as wound up as I was hoping he, he would start. You got
0: my shop back still? I was like, oh, well, here <laughs> goes. Know, I know. I thought I'd it was it too. Maybe he just gave up on that. He
5: <laughs> might have. Yeah. It he just m- he might have him. just been like, all right, all right, forget it. This idiot's done the same thing for 40 some years. Right. Well, you know, 47 to be exact.
1: Oh, yeah. Not be as Happy birthday, Gene. <laughs> Thank you.
5: Yeah. So he didn't get as wound up. I do. I remember him. Oh man, he, his face would turn red and What'd everything. What you think of the else?
0: song, man? It was good. I, mean, it was I like a... it, man.
5: Where'd you steal the music from? Oh yeah,
0: wow. you wrote it down. Yeah, I wrote it down. going good. Give the shout out to him here. That's...
1: <laughs> well, we we were just trying to find the sample, and then we we're just gonna like build it, and then somebody already had it.
5: Oh, who had it?
1: Well, I don't know. Oh, so, my God. so
5: we so we did steal music. Not really. We, we, six, we tried that before. They remember only had how it 16 likes.
0: No, it's, it's not really. 16 likes. <laughs> <laughs> Reviews? Is that what it was? Subscribers. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, I hope they're not listening to our show. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
5: So you giving the shout out or what? I don't remember their name. So stealing music is what you were hard wor- doing
0: while I was
1: working? Wow.
0: wow. We should have a laugh track.
2: That's not is funny it- at all. <laughs> Intellectual property. Wish that do no laughing, man. Let's, laugh, let's do a laugh track.
4: <laughs>
0: All right.
5: That is the best laugh track ever. You got, ever.
0: If you're already listening to it, you can hear Hillary in the background doing her. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we almost combined them both you guys oh, you,
5: you should have combined them both that would have made it better if you
0: listen it's in there uh, we
5: could no, i know he's talking you her, her voice
1: words. was so
0: loud it carried over your mic so i was like it's great still there well, that laugh was great
1: all right well that was the first skit i, uh, I think it went over about like a lead balloon well, yeah. i'm sorry <laughs> i think this episode so far is kind of like this wow <laughs> all right jeez I'm just messing. No, shall we, it's not. Shall we get on to the next uh, yep.
0: song? Let's do the next song.
1: All okay. right. What is the next song, Jamie?
0: The well, this this one's called "That's Life," and it's really cool because on this album that he recorded, he did it in Nashville, um, at the Ricky Skaggs Studio, uh, Studio Skaggs. So, pretty cool. He was a country singer uh, back in the day. I know who Ricky Skaggs is. Well, I didn't know. I, I know that country's your second most favorite. Genre of music, so I was just trying to help you out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Brent Lowry. Again, check him out on Facebook and also get his music on Spotify and iTunes and check him out, man. So, um, we got two guests here we talked about earlier with Tom and Mike. And uh we got something pretty cool happen April 8th and 9th. The 20- Friday and Saturday. 2022 right? Midwest Rhythm Summit. So, tell us about it, guys. What's going on? What can we what can we expect there, man?
2: This will be the third Rhythm Summit we've had. We started it in 2018. Uh, We had to take 2020 and 2021 off because of this fun COVID thing. But the idea of the Rhythm Summit was to bring some, you know, truly world-class clinicians uh, to the Midwest here in Fremont, Ohio, um, combined with some music performances, some education, and really tailor it towards the student experience because we wanted all high school and college students to be able to attend for free uh, but also you know open to the general public so it's just something Mike and I kind of had in mind for for many years uh, going to some of these uh, music trade shows like the NAM show the North American Music Merchants show and we said hey we could do something like that you know in the midwest cuz usually they're on the on the coasts east coast west coast and we started that in 2018 had some fantastic clinicians we did a 2019 summit which was also fantastic we had a 2021 dial-in that was going to be killer, but, you know, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're now back at it for 2022, and I think it's pretty cool. What do you say, Mike?
3: Uh, I would have to agree with you. <laughs> I think it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. But, yeah, I think uh, Tom and I go on to some of these shows, you know, uh, get to talking on the on the road, and, hey, we could do that and in Fremont of all places. Right? and. And uh, it's been well received, especially by the artists. Uh, a lot of these uh, people come from big cities, so right. when they get to Fremont, it's it's pretty relaxing for them. They they blend in real well with the students, and it's it's almost got a I don't know a camp like feel to it for the weekend. You know, yeah, everybody eats uh, together. And, oh, that's because cool.
5: you guys have actually had some pretty big names. I know. uh, yeah. uh Billy Joel's drummer was here one year. Liberty uh, DeVito. Liberty DeVito, yeah.
2: yeah. Yep. What others have you had here? Chuck Rainey, uh, who played with uh, you know Michael Jackson and Aretha Franklin. He has 19 platinum albums to his name. Well, uh, Steely Chuck, Dan as well, Steely right? Dan. Dan. You know, yeah. Chuck was one of our, our founding members. Um, we've had Dave Ellison from Megadeth, uh, Frank Bello from Anthrax. Um, we've had a lot of the folks that are behind the scenes that you might not know as much. Um, the composers and
3: directors uh, as well. Um, Thomas Lang. Thomas Lang uh, voted uh, best drummer in the world by Modern Drummer. Wow, that's that's next to Mike movie. Cecily. They didn't. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Oscar Cartaya who um, played uh, with a, he was Jennifer uh, Lopez's uh, played with J Lo. Uh, um, uh, her music director, um, he also is played in Spyrogyra. Uh He's been nominated for Latin Grammys of his own. Uh, he's from Puerto Rico and, you know, just fantastic, fantastic uh, performer. Doug Johns, who's from Illyria, uh, but he's known worldwide really is one of the best bass players and, and also composers and conductors. I mean, he has yeah. he has stuff for just bass and drums, but he also has like a whole big band that backs him up on, on what he does. So we've had some, some, some great folks. And as Mike was saying, you know, being in the Midwest, quite frankly, you know, the hospitality and the friendliness and whatnot, it, it really is different than what you experience when you're off in L.A. Yeah. And the artist really kind of liked it. And the format out of Terra is such that people can, you know, we don't have a formal meet and greet, you know. But when you have your your sessions, when you get done, you know, the people are talking one on one. We eat dinner together and lunch and whatnot. So it's it's a pretty cool setup. Walk it's, me
5: through this if I decide to come to the Midwest Rhythm Summit. What what am I going to see when I come here? Kind of explain walking through the door. What what, what what's it all about? The, what am, what's the going upcoming on? one? Yeah, any of them? The no no, no most this likely one, the this upcoming one. Not, one yeah. We'll,
0: yeah, we'll talk about this one.
3: Well, the, usually we try to do a high school day. Uh, the first day and uh, try to get as many high school students as we can to come in. So most of the events that we have are geared around things that they might be interested in. Um, this year we're going to have a panel of uh, artists from all over the country that are going to talk about jobs in the music industry. Oh, that's smart! Um, we're going to have some demos and other things for them to do. So like the first... 45 minutes or so, they can walk around, check out the campus, check out um, all of the audio facilities that we have. And then um, we're going to do another uh, panel session, uh, mostly talking about um, some of the things that the artists have done uh, to get to where they are, kind of a, you know, this is how we did it sort mm-hmm. of thing. And then uh, we're going to have a lunch speaker, which is going to be a former student uh, from Terra, Sonny Brandon. Oh, I just she's,
1: saw that she was added. That's pretty cool. She's from Fremont.
3: Yep. And, is that uh, Andy's daughter? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, um, she was a great student and uh, mm-hmm. got a job at Sweetwater. Wow. So she's a sales engineer over there cool. right now. So who better than to talk to the students than a former student? Right. So um, so
5: the students sit out, I assume, and look at the stage, and we got these people just talking about their careers and how they got to well, where they're at.
2: actually, we have um, a series of sessions going on. So at, at any given time slot, there's two, possibly even three different sessions going on. Okay. So the main stage there in the SAC is mostly going to be used for the concerts Friday night and Saturday night. We might use it if it fits, you know, for a session during the day, but... We have a big chunk of the the rooms at Terra available for the summit, so we'll have you know two different session tracks going. So if someone's more into you know recording or working in the music industry, uh, they might choose one set of classes, and if someone's more into drumming performance or bass performance, they, they might go to a different set of class. So we're us- utilizing the classrooms out there. You know, so you'll walk in and there will be. Uh, registration and you'll have a schedule of what rooms are having what sessions. Very cool. But for the most part, the everyone together is going to be for the concerts on Friday night and Saturday night. And those are open to the public. So the, the sessions during the day on Friday being more educational based. And then on Saturday, we have a bit more of the technical based on both recording and plus drumming and bass playing. Um, you know, if you are into those types of things, of course, those sessions will be very, very valuable. If you're just someone who wants to come out and hear some music, um, for the most part, you're going to come to the concerts so on Friday night and Saturday night. And and that's just
5: the groups that are there, the people that are there getting together? Or do you actually have acts lined up, or how's that?
3: Oh, yeah. We we have uh, quite a few acts lined up. Um, on Friday night, we're going to have the Together Band open things up in Fremont. Nice. And then we have a band called My World from New York City.
2: Wow. New York oh, City? Returning. Nice.
3: <laughs> What, what kind, is, of, what what kind is, of music do
2: they play? You fucking idiot. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> uh, my world, the, the, the core members of my world actually have done a ton of writing for uh, music on different TV shows that oh, you, cool. that, you, that you may know. But yeah. uh, they're like a high energy, you know, rock uh, between prog rock and Classic rock and modern rock. It's, oh, it's kind of a kind of a good good nice mix blend. of stuff. Yeah, yeah that's cool. No, Very
1: cool. They're really nice guys. Um, when I talked to him last, uh, like John's great.
2: Um, John Multibano.
1: <clears throat> yeah, um, with all that hair. The friendly giant. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, but like uh, when I was talking to the guitar player, like he's friends with what I don't want to say was with uh, Chris Cornell, um, and, and we were talking about that, like how Chris. Found out that he was in uh, Audio Slave, so we had that. And we talked about that and everything. So that was kind of fun. But so they're really a, a good group of guys, and like I think they did like a lot of stuff for Comedy
2: Central. They did, and John, yeah. John and Chris were writing most of the song, most of the the music for the shows in Comedy Central. They got a pilot for this this show called South Park that they they watched it and they said man we just can't get into this we we don't think this is going to be a thing so that was like one of the few comedy central shows yeah. that they did not write the the music for of i course. thought they
1: did i thought they wrote well, not the theme music
2: no, no they what well, they they were supposed to write the theme music so i think had they accepted it
3: wouldn't have even gone to um you know less Primus. and Primus. Okay. yeah hmm.
2: that's kind of cool
3: that's rob noxious their drummer also plays with kill code yeah and that's like a worldwide band. Yep.
2: So that's so. the Friday night show. And then Saturday night, Mike, who do we have?
3: Saturday night, uh, we're opening up Stranger Than Fiction. Hey! Oh, yeah, are them guys? Who's that? That's, what are wow. they playing? That's uh, Matt Book's <laughs> that's band. Nice. <laughs> that's <it>. that's <laughs> the, stuff, the elusive yeah. Matt Book. <laughs> that's Saturday night, you said? Okay. Yeah. Followed by Dig Infinity. Nice. Uh, Dig Infinity is a band from L.A., and uh, they're just a phenomenal power trio made up of, of uh, uh, musicians that have played with, uh, well, for instance, JB Eckle, the lead um, guitar and frontman, has played with Santana, nice. produced a couple of Santana records, and mm-hmm. sang on a couple of them. Wow. Both him and uh, Pancho Tomasali, the bass player, um, played with War for quite a few oh. years. Wow. Um, Paul Gonzalez, the drummer, um he's played really? with Oscar Cartaya at, at previous summits. Yep. But he's played with Gloria Estefan, nice. um Sheila E, um cool. and other other bands like that. But that's uh cool. so that's that's going to be the second band. They are they're, they're uh, putting an EP out right now. Um as we speak it should be out anytime now. That's pretty
2: cool. And we we asked we asked Paul how his year's been going. He said he spent New Year's Eve uh in uh, Vegas, playing with Bruno Mars. Wow, oh, yeah. what what a, yeah. what a hard New Year's oh, yeah. Eve, right? <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah.
3: wow. So, go ahead. We are and we are about to make a a very very big announcement um, for the Saturday night concert too. Wait, do we awesome. get the
2: announcement? I think we could do it. Let's let's make the announcement. Can we do, uh, it? Can we do it? Well,
0: I, do it. well, I will say this: it'll be out. With, well, it'll be out in time at too. the end
3: of the month. It'll be out awesome. in the, end at the, end end of the end month. month. So it's um, up to you guys. Yeah, well, next week we're going to announce. Okay, uh, well,
0: we won't say nothing. On Crystal the... Bauer socks. Wow, that's awesome. Yep, doing, cool. uh, the She's main... really good. I've seen her before. I mean, she was really good when she came back at Mud Hens and played, mm-hmm. and uh, that's cool. Yeah, she'll be coming
3: up from Nashville and doing a presentation in the afternoon um, and then doing the, the feature uh, show on Saturday night. Oh, awesome. Cool. Heck yeah.
5: So aside from the big names in the bands, do you have other people coming with big names that are just there to
2: teach or there to watch? Or Well, we have Tom Lee's coming.
5: Oh, that's
2: a huge name. We do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, in addition to being the uh, uh, ambidextrous guitar player from Gingley Joe, yes, the band that you guys yes. are aware of, oh, yeah. uh, Tom is also truly one of the top intellectual property uh, attorneys in the U.S. I wow. mean, he's big name and uh he has a lot of clients that are in the the music industry and so you know being a a successful artist whether you're recording in the studio or or performing live you know knowing your intellectual property rights and securing those you know is key to actually having a career that you can you know pay the mortgage and buy food (laughs) As, as opposed to uh being a starving musician right right so is that what he's there for? Is he going to talk about that? or He's going to be on one of our panel discussions about jobs in the industry, then he will have his own standalone session on intellectual property rights for musicians. Okay, That's so pretty cool, man. So yeah, you got half
5: is. of Gingley Joel awesome. scheduled to be in Fremont. If Eric wasn't out on the water... <laughs> what does that mean? I would... <laughs> <laughs>
2: We could probably get Greg Morgan here. You know? Nice. Uh, so if you guys can convince Eric to get off the, off the sailboat the in the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I don't know yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure? sure, I'll be there. Yeah.
5: <laughs> that would be a fun reunion. We haven't oh. seen them. And when's the last time you guys played together? I know
2: it was up Uh here. Depot, probably yeah. what, eight, nine years ago? Yeah, probably. Okay, it's been that long. It'll happen again. Yeah. Good, good. Definitely. It'll
5: happen again. So back to the rhythm se- or the Midwest rhythm section. That's that's the official name of it, right? The Midwest Midwest rhythm section.
0: Summit, summit, S- summit, summit. Summit, summit. Summit, yeah. summit, Correct. So right.
5: how how do you guys go about lining up these artists and getting them in here? Is that a tough job, or you guys got quite a few deep connections
2: that make it somewhat easy? Well, if we had an unlimited payroll, it'd be very easy because <laughs> yeah. most of them want paid. Well, in, exactly, but you know. Mike and I have a lot of connections in the industry. And so, you know, going to someone that, you know, and saying, Hey, I've got a paying gig and we're going to pay, you know, going rates. uh, Are you available in April? A large, large number of them would say, yeah, sure. Um, But we have two things to fight against us. You know, one is, you know, we, we only have a limited budget. And so we try to get them to, to scale back what they would normally accept as, as their pay. Right. And most of them, are actually very, very cool about doing that because they love the educational focus on this because right. a lot of these types of events don't have that. So the idea that, you know, you can come and have an impact on a, on a, a student, whether they're high school or college or whatnot, um, hopefully that appeals to everybody. But, you know, a lot of these artists that we're, we're inviting, they're telling us, hey, that's pretty cool. We haven't heard that before. Um, so we're trying to, to budget for that. But even though we have a very limited budget ourselves, the second wrinkle of it is we try to partner with uh, some of the brands that these artists are affiliated with and try to get them to help. Oh, help kick in. Some of the costs, right. That's cool. So really we kind of start off with artists that we know, and then we try to say, are you available? And then if possible, we try to see, do you have a company that you're affiliated with that might be able to chip in towards some of it? And we kind of, you know, trim it down from there. And there are some folks that you just, you know, you don't have that, uh, opportunity to have a, a co-sponsor so in that case we're like hey we really want you guys what's the best price we can get And right. you know if we can swing it we, we can cool, swing man. it so we have a big pool to people to choose from because you know the various shows that mike and i have gone to you actually do get to know a lot of people and you get you know, you know personal yeah. contact info that you wouldn't otherwise have so we have plenty of the contacts it's just trying to line up the the timing and also we have some friends too that are on tour yeah. and so there are some big names that i don't want to say now because we're hoping to get them for future years but i keep Asking and they're like man we'd love to do it but it doesn't right, work yeah, sure time, no. right.
5: so
0: do any do any of the uh people that come in do they look for work while they're here i mean do they touch you up and say hey is there a place where i can play for for you know the day off or
2: we we did have that happen with oscar what the one year actually when his band flew in um doug johns who's um you know, again, from Allegra, he was actually an artist-in-residence at Terra for some time. Yeah. Um, Doug actually lined up a, a, an act in Cleveland for, I think, Oscars band to, to play. That's cool. Kind of cool. Yep. Yep. And then we had uh, Dave Ellison and Frank Bello had a band called uh, Altitudes and Attitude. Yeah. And they, Good album. And, and they, they kind of put up a little a little mini tour. Once we had them lined up to play here, they kind of booked some shows, yep. Detroit, yeah. Indianapolis, yep. and whatnot, and did a little mini tour. That's cool. So.
3: Yeah. And they had Bumblefoot with them. Did they really? came here, yeah. I, cool. here, yes. Dude, really cool. I love Bumblefoot. Awesome. I see him in Guns N' Roses. He was a nice guy.
0: He was amazing. Phenom.
3: Yeah. I mean, he's so tall. I mean, he just towers over that stage. He did like uh, the human jukebox. Oh, did he? Was like, I see you know, that on YouTube. Name a song. Yeah. Any song. Yeah. Just name yeah. a song. Yeah. Uh, well, he, he just plays it, random stuff it. on and yep. on
0: and on, on. Yeah. Yep. Did he have the bucket on his head? That's 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 bucket. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah.
1: What
4: the
0: heck? <laughs> All right. stupid.
5: You fucking idiot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so you wanted that button. Yeah. yeah, that yeah, button. yeah. Uh, buckethead, uh, uh,
2: Bumper who Bumper. is who is not playing at any of the shows, never has. <laughs>
4: so, yeah.
2: bu- the but camera would
0: saying, be Mike? great. Hey, we got to rewind the camera so we can see Mike's face when I said that he has a right. bucket on his head.
2: Uh, <laughs> that, that was great. <laughs> He's
0: like, uh... Not, All right,
5: Bumblefoot played, played for
2: play, played with Guns N' Roses. Yes. As well. yes. He yes. also yes. Uh, head up uh, a tour of Asia after John Wetton passed away. He's then, a, he with Yes too.
1: after that tour, and Yes as well. Wow. Yes. Yep. He went over the Yes after that. Wow! So yep.
2: I, I actually seen
0: him too, but, but he doesn't wear a bucket on his head. No, it's bucket
5: head. Well, not that we know of. No, yeah, he might.
0: In this it might be something he does. Life, yes, maybe. Maybe.
5: behind closed doors.
0: That's why he looked at me like he said he towers over everybody. I'm yeah, like, he's like, tall as shit, dude. I didn't buckethead is yeah, but yeah. Not, that's not who not I was Bumblefoot. talking about. Bumblefoot's man. pretty average height. Yeah, yeah. You gave you gave a look, and I'm like, oh,
5: Jamie
2: doesn't know what he's talking. About. <laughs> once, once again, whoa! <laughs> Actually, I did notice that both Tony and Mike were nodding when you said he towers over everybody.
4: <laughs> oh
5: my god! <laughs> well, Ouch, I mean, shots fired. Sorry. Uh,
1: wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys are uh, short. You know that. Right? I'm sorry, that's man. All right. <laughs> oh wow! Thanks for pointing that out. I didn't know it was... Oh, high right.
0: five, Tony.
4: Uh, <laughs> yeah, man.
0: Oh, that's, that never gets old. Oh, yeah, it it that never does. Yeah, you know, I, guys, I, it, it really does. I yeah. haven't heard that in years. The high five was great back in the day.
4: <laughs> God,
2: sorry. Wow. So I, I have a question um, for you guys. You know, th- this is like you know, the the JPH podcast, right? Uh, yep. Oh yeah. So Uh-oh. so, so are, are you guys? You know. Kind of oh. like MC Hammer's childhood friends. Yes, you know, yes. We're we, up there we, dancing we, with yep. them, right? So it's We're like JPH it. and yep. the childhood friends. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. I always include everyone on the show when I talk to people.
1: <laughs> oh, my. No, wait a minute. No. I Remember did. when, when Jen, Jen said something? Like, you didn't say my name. Jen who? McCullough. My wife. Said so who's. Yeah, we don't there. Like he got mad that he was not mentioned. He right. also
5: got mad when uh, someone called it my podcast. Yeah. That's yeah. not my podcast. That's not his podcast. It's mine.
2: Yeah, it says JPH in it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, and I like, think I heard that last night. Didn't someone refer to it as Tony's podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I did recorrect somebody last
4: night. <laughs> <laughs> I did.
2: Oh, so we got chart. the correction queen and the
1: correction mm-hmm. king over here. Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> well, she wants her crown, or you know, her crown and scepter. I want my, you know, my I want my crown and my gold.
1: Well, Mike's got the crown it's, at his house. I do. Oh. <laughs>
0: Well, I'll let you keep it. Being that I didn't know who Bumblefoot was. We're not recording yet, are we? Yeah, yeah we've we been recording.
1: Run, the whole uh, time? Yeah. 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 You never yeah. stopped the show at all? I stopped it for like a brief second. It was like, this is too good
2: to stop. <laughs> Start it back right. up. Can't stop, won't stop.
5: <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so let's continue with the Mid-Ref- Midwest wow. Rhythm Summit. Should have picked you up. It, it's a tongue twister to some extent. No, it's not. Is it? Midwest Rhythm Summit. Midwest Rhythm. Okay, it is for me.
2: <laughs> we we are debating changing the name to either the Midwest <laughs> Music Summit or the Midwest Rhythm and Music Summit. Okay, I like that. So, um, so I like that.
5: That was one of the questions I had for yep. you. At this point, anyhow, it's it, it it seems to be more because of the name. Is it more geared to rhythm, or is it just because you both are rhythm, right? And so you started it. Was that your idea, and it kind of morphed into
2: something more? You're going to morph it into something more.
5: What's what's the what's
2: well. It, you know, rhythm is something that, you know, in truth, all music should have some rhythm, right? So, right. you know, it's a it's a term that people think of the rhythm section, but it's actually, you know, it has a broader musical context. But I will also point out that there is an event that's been called the Midwest Music Summit that's happened for some years. And so we couldn't necessarily use that exact name. Um, we thought Midwest Rhythm and Music Summit might be too long. We might use it. We're not sure. Mm-hmm. But uh we have some traction with the Midwest Rhythm Summit. People kind of know what, what that means. Right. Um, but it is not limited to just bass players and drummers, for sure. I mean, uh, there are rhythm guitar players, you know. But yeah. at any rate, it, it's <laughs> r- rhythm is a concept that should apply to all music. music and right. so the Summit should apply
3: to all music is kind of how okay. we, we view it. Uh, we should add, too, though, uh, with... <laughs> With uh, the program at Terra, we have a lot of the uh, audio engineering and recording um, type educational classes. So we've added that as a major component. That uh, wasn't
5: in it previously when
2: you first started? Not. We had more
1: composing instead of the recording
3: aspect. Yeah. um, We did have.
2: Well, uh, we had some, even with the first summit, we had uh, some, uh, like, Composing for like the mm-hmm. video game industry okay. and, uh, film. And, and film, film like and film uh, and a spontaneous on the fly you know composing session, which was pretty intriguing. Uh, we had a sessions panel last year. Uh, the sessions is a group of it's, it's a nationwide um, group of professionals in the music industry that go around and do these presentations at a variety of places, and again trying to impart some of the educational experience on aspiring musicians about you know how to sign contracts and how to make connections with other musicians and and how to make the most of your time in a recording studio and, and things like that and so that was a great panel that we had at the 2019 summit and so the sessions doesn't typically do a repeat show at a, a same venue okay. um they debated coming but they they have a lot of other places to cover so one of the sessions that we're doing on the music and jobs on on Friday is kind of following some of that same model so we've got some some top tier Nashville composers and directors and uh, musicians and Tom Lee's and some other folks so mm-hmm.
5: so when you say they do
2: you do recording sessions like do you bring
5: them into your studio there and kind of let them see that or how's that
3: well we we did have at one time a um, uh, sort of option for people to come in and do some recording um advertising that sort of thing but it really didn't take off and so well it's not really mike what you're saying
2: is some of the vendors that could have done done that some of the artists could have done that but i think matt's asking for like
5: yeah if i'm if i'm a kid that you know i'd like to get in recording do i is there a session for that that I get to in, get to actually go and see the studio? Oh yeah, 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 yeah,
3: yeah. Okay, we we've got quite a few of those coming up. Um, I was I was going to add, we've added um, Brennan Willis of the Ohio Recording Company to our staff over at Terra. That's pretty cool. He's teaching quite a few of the recording tech classes, so he's part of our planning committee, and he's he's going to be bringing in a, a few people some of his clients to demonstrate some of the things they've been working on in his studio.
2: Brennan and the higher recording company being a part of it is, is huge. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He's got such a great wealth of experience. His studio is fantastic. Yeah. It's out there on, mm. on a uh, route 19 heading yeah, towards Oak Harbor. Yep. Uh, it's pretty yeah. nice inside. Man. It's, it's very, oh, yeah. very nice. Yeah. And he's got some legit, you know, credibility to his name, especially down in Nashville. Mm-hmm. He's had some great artists in there. He knows what he's talking about. And so Brennan, uh, and actually this some other guy I know who plays guitar in a band that I play in is maybe going to help out doing some uh, <laughs> Who's that? classes on on recording in the yeah home. Tom Lee is going to be there right there you go <laughs> <laughs> right. there's another guy he's a little, you know, oh, little yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah I'll be there yeah. Um, oh yeah but yeah. so no we will have uh, are you
0: going to go to his focus are you going to his classes to learn recording. to produce stuff. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry, Tom.
3: But wow. in, addition, <laughs> in addition to having Ohio Recording Company and Brennan, we also have, like, um, Justine Blazer, who is uh, a newcomer eh, three, four years maybe down in Nashville, and she's got already seven EPs out and quite wow. a few number wow. one singles on various charts. And she's going to be talking about doing producing yeah. um, from her studio. And then we've got Rick DeJong, who is another person coming up from Nashville that writes a lot, does a lot of um, composing for films, um, that sort of thing. And then the band Dig Infinity is also going to be talking about producing their new EP that's about to come out. So there's going to be a lot of recording cool. uh, Covered type of technology. Yeah,
1: I, I want to cover this. Like At the beginning, you said it was like geared mostly towards high school and college students but friday. it's really open to anybody correct it
3: is yeah even yeah. those
5: sessions
1: yeah.
3: definitely that yeah friday morning is really the part of it that's geared toward the high school and college friday morning. students
2: if, specifically yeah, sure. if you are a student and can prove it admission is free okay, okay. if you are not a student you are absolutely still welcome but would you charge a fee how much is it mike do you know um, it's low
3: it's like twenty dollars a day, yep. fifty it's bucks for the, the whole weekend, weekend wow. which gets to the concerts. concerts yeah, yep. Yep. this is so very, that gets you the concerts too. Yeah, it does. Yep.
2: It does. Um, if you've heard of various places having like a master class, maybe someone have like a single master class on composing or on on uh, uh, recording or whatnot. You you might pay three hundred fifty bucks just to go to that one master class for an hour. You know, and Wait. so you're getting, right. you know two full days of of these with your choices of what sessions to go to, two concerts to go to for 50 bucks is is crazy. It's a good price. Which is so that, which good. is
3: why we need to bring back. I mean, the whole point of this is education
2: yeah, and
3: mm-hmm. allowing it to be available for anyone who wants to come. Yeah. Yeah. But on the same hand to get these people in costs money too. So right. Right. we rely very almost exclusively on sponsorships. Yeah. Mhm. And so we are actually looking
1: for sponsors right now as yes. well? Yes, we are.
3: So Okay. And we have had strong support from
2: the community. You know, So, I mean, we do need to give props, and we have a program that lists all of our sponsors or whatnot, but there are a lot of local organizations. Um, they, quite frankly, give to a lot of causes. Um, but we've had some great support from local organizations, and then plus some of the companies' brands that these artists are affiliated with can help things out too. But you know, the more support we have, uh, the bigger names we can bring in, the mm-hmm. better performances we can get. Yeah, so this is this is really good for students and even artists, local artists that Absolutely. are
0: looking. Absolutely. I mean, this is really something that great for I'm hoping that really. we can think about get that out there because there's a lot of people that are just in their home doing recording stuff and musician stuff that can probably benefit and. See some pretty cool acts, and if you're a just a hobbyist,
2: you know, either yeah. recording songs for your own band or right. just doing stuff on on your own, or or heck, you just uh, you know, you like playing, you know, whatever musical instrument you enjoy, and, and you know, by yourself, there's stuff for everybody here. Wow. That's pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm probably yeah. gonna, probably gonna go.
3: About 20, I haven't gone yet. So. Twenty bucks for a concert ticket Saturday night, three bands.
2: Right, right, right. including Crystal Bauer Socks and yeah. Take Infinity, yeah, and Smoke that
3: yeah. <laughs> and it's twenty bucks. That's it. Yeah, yeah, well, or just
1: pay fifty for the weekend. You get the whole weekend of any master classes, classes any master and classes. the concerts.
4: Yeah,
0: that's cheap as hell, man. Uh, yeah. So yeah. what you can benefit out of? that? Well, thing? like
1: it's you get the interaction too. It's not just here. I'm teaching you this. There's a back and forth with this, so it's pretty cool. I mean, since it's more an intimate setting. I have always watched
0: happens. the YouTube videos of NAM conventions. I've always thought that was so cool. I, I always went like that like, you know, I'm you know, you know me Tom. So I would look for like the eighties artists, like a lot of times they'd be there and stuff and, and I've always thought it was cool because they would have like their own little cubicles, so to say, with all their own pedals and their instruments and and I always thought that was so cool. And then when you guys started this here I thought, Man, that's
2: that's pretty neat that you kinda of brought that here. Uh, in your own version of it. Right. We wanted to bring the cool aspect of the NAM shows without the headache of it. Right. Um, I've been going to those since 2006. And the NAM shows look great when you just see little clips. Right. It, but it is a sea of humanity. <laughs> and when you go there, there's this person that you, like, idolize. You love. Hey, I want to go see this this person play. Let's say it's Victor Wooten playing bass someplace. You know, I want I want to go see Victor playing. And whatever booth he's at or whatever he's playing is going to be just swamped with people. I mean, if you ever been to Mardi Gras in New Orleans, you know, it's like that level of physical right. crush with your humans around you. And so if you do get a chance to say, hey, Victor, how's it going? I mean, all he has a chance to do is say, hey, Tom, nice. You know, and, and you're done. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. all you can do. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to have the cool aspect, which is those artists are there. They have their gear that they use. They're right. doing their music that they like. Uh, and then we have a chance for them to, in a calm, relaxed fashion, right. have a conversation with you, you know? Right. So it's pretty cool.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. So I'm there, definitely going to go. Is there a website, like, to register? Or Facebook Or Facebook?
3: MidwestRhythmSummit.com. Okay. Um, is we, that for registration or is that for sponsorship, too? It's for everything. Okay. If you go on there, there's links to register, um which I might add that uh, high school students get in free, but we want them to register online so, so we get an idea how many are coming. Sure. Um, but you can get concert tickets. Um, you can click the link for sponsorships, or if you want to be a vendor, you can uh, click that link and sign up to come in and show your gear. So, yeah, the website uh, also has the bios um, of all the clinicians that are going to be there. So, Midwest Rhythm cool. com.
2: Plus, find us on Facebook and Instagram.
3: Awesome. We'll
0: definitely have to put
5: that Do up you on us, distribute on this maybe. to the local schools as well so that they, they're aware it's going on?
3: Yeah, our, our college recruiters get everything out to the area high school. Okay,
2: cool. Yep. Yeah, on Friday, ideally, we, we want to see like school buses pulling up, you know, dropping right? Kids right. Off, That's what I was doing. Which we've had in the past. Okay. And, um, you know, at first, we were the schools were thinking we should just market this to to the band kids, but it's really broader than that. Yeah. There's uh, more kids
5: interested than just the band kids.
2: I mean, granted, like the fact that you play, you know, uh, you know, trombone or or viola, you know, is great. Um, but you know, you may have a kid that plays guitar or Mm -hmm. plays drums, but doesn't want to be in a marching band that isn't in, you know, the formal band or orchestra. So we want to make sure we grab them as well. And, and actually, the first couple of years, like Chuck Rainey um, and John Martinez had a series of sessions that, yes, they were very relevant to marketing your brand if you are a musician and marketing yourself, but it's also, they're kind of like life experiences too. Like a lot of what they were saying could definitely apply to someone just trying to be successful in any field. Right. You know, being a team player, but don't let yourself get pushed around, right. you know. Show what you can do, but do it in a respectful way that isn't trying to take center stage. If you're asked to do more, you know, do more, but um, don't force things on other people. So kind of general strategies for how to be successful.
1: That's something that, that Chuck said. One of the classes I was at that first year was uh, somebody told him, that those life lessons that you're talking about, um, they're, everybody's doing a solo, and then they, they kicked it over to, to Chuck to do the solo. And... Um, he did the solo, and then somebody he respected at the end of it said, "That was the dumbest solo I ever heard." <laughs> wow! <laughs> Chuck Rainey, world—he's got 17 right. million albums under his belt—and said that was the dumbest solo I ever heard. He said, "Don't take a solo if you don't have anything to say." So him just saying that was like, "Wow!" Wow! <laughs> so that was taught to him, and so then he taught that to everybody that was in the class. So it's pretty cool. It's powerful.
3: Yeah. Yeah. In so. ad- in addition to. Um, talk, gone back and talking about band orchestra and choir students uh, i'd say close to 50 60 percent of the students we get at Terra that go into the music program are in it just for the recording aspect of okay. it and and haven't been in a music program in a high school
5: mm. um, what's that percentage
3: uh, i'd say about 50 to 60 percent wow. that's a okay. high percent yeah. that's pretty cool yeah but it just goes to show you that that it's they're looking just, more into no. commercial music right, right. rather than performing mm-hmm. you know music well, I was just gonna add too that yes, you sir. know it's something at Terra that we were trying to do well, we've been trying for about the past couple of years is promote commercial music more in the area you know we looked at what is this what does this area need that it doesn't have right now, and the program. Um, was changed a little bit so that you could perform, but you had to do the recording and technology side of things too. So we formed what what we call a hybrid degree, which combined the two of them so that when you get out, you're more prepared to work in the music industry. But you can play, you can perform and do that too. So given that, this whole summit fits right into what our program's all about, which is... The commercial music industry today yeah and where where else can you get that around here that's a win-win around here you can't yeah yeah Yeah.
2: that's cool you know i want to give a shout out to to some of the other departments out at Terra that help make the summit happen um because when you bring a a large group of people onto the campus and you're going to have this music focus or whatnot you know you need more than just the music program itself can, can do you know you have some hospitality concerns. How do we feed these people? Where, where do we put oh, them yeah. up? Um, you have enhanced security, you know, uh, concerns, how do we handle that. You have enhanced, um, housekeeping issues, you know, mm-hmm. you know, trash and whatnot. And so first of all, it's kudos to Tara for pulling that off. But secondly, this is like, you know, real world, how events happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And so just, you know, everyone involved in putting this type of a event together, um, you, you learn some things that maybe you didn't think you were going to learn, but nevertheless will be valuable lessons later on because if you're trying to stage any type of an organized event, you have to look at it from 360 degrees and get all the team members on board to make it work. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's been like the real-world experience with the students too. Like I was doing yes. the uh, sessions panel, and um, one of the students was trying to have a meltdown. and said, this is not what you do right now. You have to know what you know. And work through this and so like we worked through it and so like we got it together but it's like throwing a temper tantrum is not professional and this is what you want to do this is not how you do it (laughs) everybody's watching you right now so it really gave you real world experience from that aspect too from the students to see well Mm. okay this is how it happens
3: yeah and right now i've actually added um committees planning committees into one of my classes so that now uh, the students are grouped into like a logistics committee, a marketing committee, a uh, volunteer coordination committee. So they're actually going to do the coordination of all of those groups. Wow. That's good. It's oh. an experience.
1: That's really awesome. This is a big benefit for, for Tara and for the community and for the students. So it's just it's Well, they're, awesome.
3: they're coming up with some great ideas, too. I See? mean, I'm like, how... How do we get more high school kids in here? Well, they know. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, you know, it's also something that the whole community can kind of get behind because, you know, we're bringing some of these these bigger name artists in here and they're, you know, by and large, they've been saying fantastic things like, man, you guys have some great places to eat here. Right. Everyone is super, super friendly, you know. And, um, you know, people sometimes think living in the Midwest can, can, can be boring or whatnot, but I would say we have the chance to have as much fun as any place. Oh, yeah. Um, and actually, we don't have a lot of the the negative kind of stereotypes that you get on the some of the more scales. extreme parts of, of, the, of the country. Yep. The, um,
1: there's a couple of people that have actually talked about wanting to live here.
2: It's true. Absolutely. Really?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, like they come from Japan.
2: Yep. Kazuma. And then um, Kazuma was gonna move from,
1: uh, from California, uh, London.
3: Um, uh, Austin.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, Austin's talked about uh, who produced Adele's album.
2: Oh really? It's
1: talked about he likes it here. Really? I, heard, I
2: think I heard Intel yeah. was saying the same thing. Yeah. Uh, isn't yeah. that crazy?
3: <laughs> They're
2: going to be down in Columbus. Awesome so. stuff.
3: Yeah, Austin actually got a Grammy. Yeah. for Producing Adele's 25 That's album. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah.
3: And he was here to talked to the students uh last October, I believe it was. Yep.
2: I would also just point out that you know there are folks that you know don't play an instrument, don't really care about some of the sessions that are going on, but maybe enjoy listening to music. Oh, yeah. And they might say, Well, I've never heard of My World, or I've never, I've never heard of Dig Infinity or whatnot. Um, if they've come to previous um, rhythm summits, I hope that they would trust us that we're bringing some very, very excellent musicians right. that write some great tunes here. Yeah. Like folks that didn't know who Oscar Cartario was, you know, left his concert just being you Blown know, away. amazed. Yeah. You know, people that didn't know who Doug John's. Uh, was were left being amazed yeah mm-hmm. dig infinity is going to just blow the roof off the place uh, my world who played previously got a phenomenal response and that was one of the things we heard from a lot of folks was like bring that back we need to have them yeah. again well, cool. so we're going to have some great bands playing together band you know that's a known commodity yep. they are fantastic yep. all the time yep. oh, yes. so they're very worth you know, coming out for. And then Crystal Bower Socks. I mean, come on. You yeah. Know, uh, local Girl not only done good, done fantastic, right. you know. Yeah. And and so just if you're the casual enjoyer of music, this yeah. will be a great time to come out for concerts, if nothing else. So yeah. that's
5: a good question. Let's say I'm a, I'm a kid and I I'd never touched an instrument, but I like music. I like listening to music. Are these sessions something for me?
1: Are there any sessions yes. that
5: would be there for me?
1: Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump in, but. I did the uh I ran the sound for Dave Ellison's uh masterclass. And so somebody was in there and like Dave did I think Holy Wars. He played along with Holy Wars. And so then people were just in there asking where he came up with Dawn Patrol. So like you can just like ask these guys like any I don't want to say anything. I mean but like right. so like if you are a fan of that music or something like that, you can ask them. I mean, That's they're cool. right there. You don't have to wait online. So you for don't have to be a musician. Absolutely. To really no. enjoy and this. actually,
2: no. uh, Frank Bellow's class, uh, the, the 2019 one, he, he actually said to everyone in the audience, hey, raise your hand if you have played a musical instrument. Okay, I put it down. Raise your hand if you've never played one. And some people have their hands up. He goes, all right, you, come on. Have you ever played bass guitar? No, I have. Come on up here. Wow. He puts his own bass on. Wow. Him, and he's like, hit that note right there. You just played an E. All right. That's, That's like, you know, 40% of all the notes you need to play. You know, <laughs> play right? He's like, all right, put your finger right there. Play that note. pluck the note now. You play the D, all right? You know, you You've now got 60% of it covered. You know? <laughs> and so he had someone play a very basic riff, like within never five minutes. Never, never even touched a musical instrument in his life. So that was pretty cool. With someone who he's seen That's on television cool. playing all kinds of music yes. and stuff all over the world. I mean, that would be inspiration for and then, a, a kid. One of the classes that I went to that I kind of want to learn some more, was it Sean Beeson had, had, had a class? and Beeson. Yep. Sean Beeson had a class on composing, you know, on a computer. for He writes for uh, movies and video games and whatnot. And so he just, like, starts the session saying, what kind of music sound, what kind mm-hmm. of a song do we want to do? And people... Shout out what, what they wanted. All right, well, let's lay down a piano part for it. And he's showing you in real time on a computer how you how can you do write this a oh, with yeah. the keyboard. All right. That is cool. And um, you're piecing together the song. And all right, we need to have some strings. We need to have some percussion. We need to have this and that. And so it really opened a lot of people's eyes, myself included, about what you can do, you know, at least composing at least your initial ideas, if nothing else, right. just on a computer. Mm-hmm. There was another session on songwriting that I think John Martinez did. And he's kind of like, okay, you know, here's the circle of fifths or whatever here, are all the different, you know, chords we could possibly start um, a, uh, a song with, pick one, all right? All right, what's our next one? What's our next one? What's our next one? Okay, here are our four four cor- chord progressions we're going to go through. What kind of rhythm did, do we want, you know? And so he mapped out what kind of rhythm we want. Do we want to change it up at some point in time? Yeah, let's change it up, okay. And then there were some musicians there that were ready to go, including some terror musicians. And he said, okay. The, the people have spoken. Here's your song. Here's our chord progression. Here's our, our patterns that we're playing. Play it. And again, in real time, you know, you wrote a song just like right. that. That's that was pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool, man. And and it was wow. something that the advanced musician could go, wow, I actually don't know how to rack my brains. You know, it can't <laughs> right. be that easy. But also someone that had no experience whatsoever playing anything, writing anything, composing anything. I think got something out of it. Right.
3: You bring up a a really good point again. um, At the basis of all of this is the education. Right. Right. That's what we want to do. I mean, you can get real hung up in, wow, the star power, you know, and, and the names and who they played with, but it really goes back down to educating people. And hopefully, you know, when we started this out, we wanted to recruit students too. So maybe we get them interested, they sign up for right. classes, it's a win-win. Yeah. Something Thomas Lang said in his class,
1: the world-renowned drummer, um, was uh, his one teacher told him, don't practice while you play and don't play when you practice. It was like the, the first two rules. So that is like when you're practicing, because practice is supposed to be hard, you're learning. He goes, so don't, when you're halfway through practice, like, if you dedicate, you know, a half hour to an hour, do not play in that time. That's practice. It's supposed to be hard. And, and, like, he made fun of a John Martinez. And he's like, John Martinez might be doing something like this. And then, like, then he started kicking into, like, a real common rhythm and everything. And so it was, It's funny. So it's like, but I took away from that, as a guitar player, just like, that's something huge. And as a drummer, so you can draw from all of this. You don't have to be I was the drummer. I'm not going to listen to him. And it's like I told him. I said, "Hey, thank you for that because that was that was huge."
2: Yeah. So, Adam Nitty, who was one of our great clinicians for the first two, he's a bass player and one of the best educators that I know. He asked the crowd, and he went with everybody. He went to each person in his clinic, and he says, "Realistically, what could you commit to? Like, I will at least do this every day. How much time will you spend practicing your instrument?" Every day. And some folks were like, oh, an hour, an hour and a half. He's like, okay, you know, you will honestly commit an hour and a half every day to playing your instrument. Yes, yes, yes. He got to uh, other people. Got very. He got to me. I think I said 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, it's that's realistic. An, That's an honest answer. Yeah, you know? right. Well, yeah. And, <laughs> and the thing is, you can actually get a lot done. Like, those 10 minutes, which I, if I were just, just playing, I don't know, scales for mm-hmm. 10 minutes. Right. Um, every day is a lot better than 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 saying I'm going to do an hour and don't even do and actually three doing days. zero right most of the days. Right. You know, so you know finding something you
3: can actually commit to and follow through on is pretty important. Yeah. Thomas is a big one for practicing too. He mm-hmm. he told me he does about six hours a day,
2: <laughs> full uh, time. <laughs> Drumming is his gig, right? Yes, that's his yes. day job, right? So he doesn't have to work a 10-hour day and then come home and play six hours. Right,
3: yeah. Yeah, uh, I asked him a very basic question about rudiments and how you do them with your feet. And he's like, well, you learn with your hands and, and then you do them with your feet. What's the question? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, that
3: guy, decoded oh. Drums, like the
1: way he showed how to do it, he's like...
3: I'm like, well, how do you get to that point? What are you doing with your feet? Why you just do it? Yeah. You got to practice. Yeah. He, he
1: said, everybody knows a paradiddle, right? And everybody's like, yeah. Yep. And so were you in that class? Yeah. And so he just like did a paradiddle on everything. He goes, just draw a shape then. Like draw a triangle. And then put your foot in. And then put another foot in. And like, and like he's just all over the kit in like half a second then. Just doing paradiddles. <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: and he's, wow. he's got like seven <laughs> pedals. That operate different things, and he's moving his feet all but around these pedals.
1: Not in that class, though. He didn't. No, he, no. He probably had maybe
3: four. Well, only four.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. like the
3: double. <laughs> you know no, I'm saying like the double kick, the hat,
1: the high hat, and then one other goofy thing, and that was
3: it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. Just having more than two or three, you know. <laughs>
2: well, and and part of that practice too, like uh, my buddy Andy Irvine was here one year and, and did a did a session. And, uh, you know, Steve Harris, uh, fantastic bass player, one of my idols for Iron Maiden. Um, If you've ever tried to just casually play an Iron Maiden song, (laughs) you're a bass player, um, you will be very, very frustrated. Um, But what Steve has done and what Andy was talking about is you just need to, like, get your motor, you know, your right hand. If if you're a right handed player is, is your motor, get your motor dialed in and just. Practice, 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 practice. You know, if you want to play the Trooper, you know, just spend two hours just literally playing the basic riff to the Trooper, and you need to do that to get your hand in a position and your muscle, your forearm, and everything in a position to to do that. So sometimes practice is not um, flashy or you know, or glor- glorious. You work. know, it's, it's not playing. It's, it's just, work. It's getting your body, getting your muscle memory getting your tendons and your muscles and your ligaments all ready to do the thing that they have to do. And once you have that motor down, you know, then you can start to make that kind of music. But some of that music, you know, um, you know, Steve does all that stuff with two fingers, which is amazing. Um, but, uh, it's practice, practice, practice. Yeah.
0: Yep. Insane. So, well, that's pretty cool, man. I can't wait. I'm actually going to go. Good. You're going to do yeah. any sessions or just to the cats? I I'm, I I don't know. Go to I, the sessions. I might go to the sessions
3: too. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely going to go. It's inspiring.
5: What are the honest. times on all this? We talked about dates. I don't think we talked about no, times,
3: haven't. did we? Doors open at nine. Okay. Um, the first session starts around ten each day, and they're they're about an hour to an hour and fifteen minutes in length. Uh, there's a lunch break, and then we're going to have quite a few panel sessions this year, like. Like one is going to be bringing um, artists from LA, Nashville, Cleveland, New York, all together and talk about what the pandemic's done to the music industry. Oh, that's or, cool! You know, yeah. just from all over. Yeah. Um, another one's going to be Tom Lee's talking about legal issues and copyright things, things of interest like that. Uh, of course, Crystal Bowersox will have a session um, on. I, I imagine we haven't really worked out what she's going to be talking about, but I'm sure it'll have something to do with her career and how she got started and, and where she is today. So these will go till 5. And then we have a dinner break. Um, doors open for the concerts at 7, and the concerts start at 7.30 and go till roughly 10, 10.30. Okay, and, and
5: pricing, the concerts are $20. Not for just Saturdays for 20 s- Just Saturdays. Friday's 15 Okay, but if I want to do the whole thing, $50, $50, 50 that bucks. includes sessions, yeah. concerts, everything. everything. That's okay. the way to go. And and that's, uh, that's going on, yeah.
2: Brennan's going to have some great sessions on Saturday also about recording. So you know, if you want to know either how recording would go in someone else's studio or how you could do recording at home, um, I think that would be very important to go to as well.
3: Yeah, he's got some other um, ideas, too, that we haven't quite worked all, all the way through yet. But uh, he's going to be bringing in some of his clients that have done that's quite awesome. a bit.
1: Now, if anybody does not know Brennan from this area, it, so he's from this area. And he's made it. Like, they got signed to Warner Brothers.
2: He's a terror graduate. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Yep. I mean, that's yep. a
1: success story right there. Yeah. I mean.
3: Yeah. I was like really thrilled to have him come on to the staff over at the college. Yeah,
1: super nice guy, knowledgeable. I mean, approachable.
3: What makes him so good is his experience. Yeah, I mean, he has tried so many different things. Starting in his his parents' you you know house, working in his bedroom, you know, putting mattresses against the walls and nice. and doing what you have to do with one mic. Yep. To <laughs> now he's he's pretty much in an expert on anything
2: well ohio recording co is a phenomenal recording studio i mean it's a great great studio maybe if you've seen studios in you know bigger cities or whatnot i mean this rivals them if not exceeds them and it's right here in little fremont it's pretty cool Mm -hmm. yeah they got a facebook page too you can check them out it's pretty cool
3: Yep. so yeah the students love them too good Uh
0: <laughs> well, that's got to be cool too. I mean, you, br- you bring back a, a graduate, so it inspires the students to say, "I could take these classes and yeah. I can I can try to be like he is." It's doable. It's been done. You know, he's well, actually, an actual Terra graduate. He's I mean,
3: taking them out to his studio. You know, oh, that's working cool. on extra projects and yeah. helping them out. Yeah.
5: Between the two of you, each one of your separate answers. which, which session do you recommend the most
2: this year, Mikey? Go first.
4: All
3: of them. Nice answer! Tom's disappointed. You you took his answer. you all going to be good. (laughs) You won't regret any of
2: them. Well, that is very, very true. I'm going to put a plug in for my buddy Tom Chico Lees. Um, (laughs) Tom is not only... A great guitar player and a phenomenal intellectual property uh, attorney. He's also incredibly enter- entertaining. He is, he is going to have a session that, that I guarantee you will be compelling. And if you ever want to write a song, I mean, as a lawyer myself, I. And also, the hearing from a lot of people I know in, in the industry, those who who've made it and are living comfortably, where, versus those who, even though their names that that you know, right. they I know for a fact that they're literally scraping by to, to get by. Mm-hmm. A lot of it comes down to getting your legal ducks in a row early on in your career, yeah. and I think it's very, very important that people understand this and get you know, at least have your your your, your have some experience in your in your head when you go into these negotiations, if you're lucky enough to get there right. uh, and take advantage of it to yourself because, you know, Gingley Joe, for, as an example, you know, we had numerous offers of record label tours and European tours and, and Asian tours and whatnot. And uh, they sound great, you know, but we, we fortunately had two lawyers in the band <laughs> 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 read through it. I'm like, okay, you know, you know, my core values are at the end of this tour, I want to still have made my mortgage payments. I still want to be married, right. you know, <laughs> and I still, want to be, you know, have a productive life. Right. And a lot of them would say, hey, we'll put you on tour and you'll you'll go places and we're going to cover all your expenses. Meaning, While you're you know, on the tour. we, we <laughs> will physically get you from this place to that place. There will be a place for you to stay, which may not be awesome. Right. You know, we've got... All the ramen noodle packets you can eat. You know, you <laughs> uh, but then you spend three months doing that and there's no additional pay. Right. right and you right. come home and what's happening. And then on the flip side, there are folks that you know, did a very good job of securing some of their rights, not only on the, the recording side of things or the songwriting side of things, but also the the actual recording, you know, the rights on the recording that gets played, uh, the rights to perform that that music live, you know there are bundles of rights that you need to be aware of. And so anyone that wants to be in the music industry at all, uh, you know, I'm a big believer that you have to know this stuff. Right. And it may sound dry, but Tom's going to make it very enter- you know, entertaining and enlightening. So that's a session I would push.
3: All right. I should put in a plug for Brennan too. Along along those same lines, he's got uh, some people that are going to come in and talk about making money off of doing streaming um, oh, music! Oh, yeah, that's, that's smart because that's, that's where everything's right going. I yeah, mean, yeah. Yep. It has Andora, gone to it, SoundCloud, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, by all of those things. So yes, all the so Tom's Session, all of Brennan's sessions, yes, and then of course Crystal Bowersox's session, and then all the other sessions. Justine Blazer, Justine Blazers, Blazers. and then the, the music the and jobs discussion. Discussion. Yes, that one.
3: Do all those. So we're basically saying all all the rest of them. Exactly. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So like, um, love it. Yeah,
1: for fifty dollars.
5: This you can't beat. Yeah, that's pretty cool. This probably goes off a tangent compared to the rhythm fest
1: or rhythm 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 summit.
5: Summit, Wow. But you you brought something up. The two of you together. You fucking idiot.
4: Oh man, best <laughs> thing
5: ever. So, so streaming right now—is it better off for artists to be streaming than having to deal with record companies like they did in the past?
2: Oh, yeah. if they do it right, or well, yes and no. Mostly no. All right. So, for instance, um, I think I can say this safely because I think he has made these comments public and actually maybe even in a book. But like Frank Bello was telling me, you know, back in the day, Anthrax would put out an album sell actual physical media, whether it's a record, Mm -hmm. a cassette, a CD, and do one tour to support that album. And then he'd be off for three years. Mm -hmm. And you have time with your mortgage is getting paid, your family gets to eat, you have time with your family. Um, Those days are mostly gone. And streaming wise, they don't get paid very much at all. That's why a lot of the bands that we know tour from or are on tour yes. all the time. All the time, which it's yes. great for us, the the consumer of that. Although prices have gone up a lot, yeah. much, but it's hard on their families because mm-hmm. you know th- th- these artists that that you think of them like, hey, they've got it made. They're a big name. I know them. They're, they must have everything in their life is lined up perfectly. They're touring a lot more than they they want to be. And talking to people like Dave Ellefson, he was telling me that for every 100,000 times a Megadeth song gets played on various streaming. Say
5: that number again before you say the price. I think it was
2: 100,000 plays on, I think it was Spotify. He gets something like six cents.
5: Oh, Jesus. Wow.
2: So Spotify was one of the worst. Um, Pandora wasn't much better. Apple Music was slightly better, but actually um, XM Radio oh, is really? one of the few that is actually really? still pays for gives paycheck. them a meaningful paycheck every month. I heard that Google's pays well too. Isn't there
1: Tidal as well? That's supposed to be more beneficial to the artists as well. What's that? T I D A L Tidal. Title.
3: Not sure. So. Okay. has hmm. got some people coming in that have made pretty decent money. Doing the streaming thing, so we're all going to learn well, how, he it. how he yeah. did it, right? Right? right. You know, again, getting
2: their legal or- their legal rights in order oh, yeah. before they
3: sign those contracts for sure, right? But people buy some of the music um, to put in their music videos and things like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's he he went over a bunch of of things that are upcoming in the music industry that I had never heard of before, so. I mean, come and learn, because supposedly the future is going to be that sort of thing. Well, let's talk to John and
2: Chris from my world. You know, being able to to, to write music that gets involved in the television industry uh, is also a great career path.
3: And Dig Infinity, they work for Facebook. They've they've done 20 or 30 songs for Facebook. So people that want to use a song can go into the library and pick one of theirs. Oh, that's cool. And they get paid for that. So it's yeah, really I, I mean, I'm looking forward to hearing, you know, from the people that have made some money right. doing it. Yeah. So, and, and that's one of the things, at the college, too, we're, we're really working hard to promote what's going to happen in the music industry. Because, Like Tom said, you know, it's, it's not the way it used to be. No. Right. But things realize. are going in a different direction, yeah. and we got to be ahead of it. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds very interesting, right? Th- yeah, I agree.
5: Yeah. I
0: mean, I'm I'm really excited. Good. I mean, I I've seen it happen. You know, uh, watching you know your guys' uh, posters and stuff throughout the few shows that you've already done, and I've always wanted to go. And I almost went to the to the last one because I almost, but I had something going on. I think I had a mm. had something going on or whatever, and I couldn't go. But I definitely want to make sure I save it for this year because I definitely want to go. Yeah, might make it a podcast trip. Oh, Ooh. my God. A field trip. Ooh.
2: Ooh. <laughs> I like it. I, don't know. I like it. The Maybe the Terrace new podcast uh, recording studio will That's be up right. and running by that. That's right. We're putting together a podcast studio Are right you now. really? Oh, yeah. really? Yep. It's true. Well, S- there you so go. That's how option. we get rid
3: of Tony. Totally. <laughs> oh, my God.
4: <laughs> you fucking idiot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good shit,
3: man, <laughs> awesome. I think we should put a plug in. Uh, well, Tom already kind of did with all the people that are involved in in putting this together. Yeah. I think we have a committee of like over 20 people that meet every couple weeks. That's cool. Uh, to, to get all of the uh, I's dotted and T's crossed to get this thing off the ground. And a, a lot of terror people, um, Tony's involved, Tom's involved. I mean, it takes. A whole lot of people to put this thing on.
2: Even some departments you wouldn't expect. Like, uh, isn't your English department been like big in supporting this?
3: Oh yeah. Let me add that the the week before um, the summit, or starting that Monday, we're going to have a arts festival going on. Um, in the same building that all of the classes are going to be. So oh, cool. there'll be all kinds of demos and, and art up on the walls and sculptures and things like that from the community to see. Oh, that's Very cool. Cool. That's cool. And then the Thursday night before the summit starts, we're going to have students doing um, some of their video presentations from their, their uh, video classes. And then we'll probably have our, our fusion band and jazz band playing too. Nice awesome. to celebrate the Arts Week yep. is that's what cool. it is, but yeah, English is involved too. They do readings and yeah. and that that sort of thing. And they took up a collection and were a sponsor in a, at the last summit. Oh, that's, that's awesome! I
2: cool. should also mention that in addition to Terra Com- Terra State Community College, there's also a Terra State Foundation, and so people that make donations, you know, this can be a charitable tax. Yeah. Right off as well. There you go. And also from the real real world experience side of things, learning how to have a foundation, you know, properly support uh, an event that actually has to pay people that actually make some money at it is its own set of challenges. But oh, yeah. they, they, they do it well and it's totally legit. So uh, cool. donate. That's awesome. Please.
3: <laughs> and for those
2: of you watching online and, and watching the video, yes, they're real and they're fantastic. So.
1: <laughs> all that food We really got to get some time. video down here for real. I mean, people got to see. I'll, I'll
0: wear pants next episode. Please. <laughs> Sonny already said, Sonny already talked about that.
1: <laughs> so we all wear clothes. Uh, it bothers me that was his question. And you usually oh. you sit actually- in this chair.
3: <laughs> oh, that's right. There's a reason they gave you uh, Jamie's
0: chair.
1: <laughs> Make sure you wash your pants when you get home, Mike. Oh, God. <laughs> good thing you're not in your rock pants. Oh, man, that's good Well, thanks, uh, you guys.
3: Hey, yeah, no, we, we
0: appreciate you guys having uh, coming on here on, uh April 8th and 9th, correct? Yes. All right. There you
5: go,
1: thanks. man. So check out. Looking forward to it. That's- it's going to be a good time.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely put it on the Facebook page so that people can... Yep. Click the link and uh, sign up and buy some tickets or donate, right? As well as two. So yeah, thanks a lot, you guys. We really yes. appreciate you guys being here. It's good, good seeing almost every member of the Stranger Than Fiction band. We just got to get booked in <laughs> here now, yeah. and we'll be official, man. Actually, right, that's yeah. the, they're our first guests for the new year. Yeah, 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 yeah.
5: yeah.
1: wow. First,
0: first time we've yeah. had two people. So awesome. Pulled two people.
1: A two people's guests. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I thought they meant like two people from the bank. <laughs> wow.
0: Pay attention, Tony. God. Two
1: people as guests,
0: Johnny. Yes. Okay. We should have sampled Archer saying real smooth, Taylor.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good one, yes. Spoiler, it doesn't involve my dick. That's right. <laughs> That's the Archer sample <laughs> <play> we got. that <laughs> Archer. The one and only.
0: Thank God. All right. All right, um, well, um, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Episode 13. And uh, we'll see you guys in about a month. And uh, we got a few more surprises. Hopefully, not a lead balloon like the last uh, one that just happened with the, our first skit of the of the of the New Year. So, I wasn't that bad. It, it wasn't bad. It wasn't uh, what I was expecting.
5: It, from it didn't
1: need to be like it was, that. It was good. Man. It Poor did Jim. need to be it like
2: did. that. So he did fine. Come on, he did.
0: Uh, no, 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 no. Dad you. did good. Just you know, just you know, the rise wasn't is what we thought. Right, yeah. right. You hyped shit up too big. Just Maybe that's my, that's the problem, man. Anyway, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. All right, man. Well, we're going to let you guys go, and uh, we'll leave with uh, a pretty cool song that Brent Lowry wrote called uh, Pemberville Road, uh, a song that uh, ties into where he's from and uh, part of his growing up childhood. And... uh one of his favorites. So. And Tom and Mike, thank you again. Yes. yes thanks for having thanks, us, guys. Appreciate oh, it. Oh, no, thank you guys for being here, man. We appreciate it. We'll see you guys all next month. See ya.
6: There's a road Where I spend most my life Bus was time to take me home from school each night. On oh, this road where I first learned to drive, took my mom's car around the blind once or twice. song this is home. swear I wanna be. Oh. May